Hello, 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 guys. So I'm excited to be here. I'm Olivier Roland. Uh, as you can guess from my accent, I'm French and I'm the author of the new book, The Way of the Intelligent Rebel. And I'm here today to talk about this. Succeed outside the system, teach yourself anything and achieve ultimate freedom. That's quite a program, right? Uh, and I'm right now broadcasting live on uh, the Facebook page of Hey House. So hello, guys. Also on my YouTube channel, uh, my English YouTube channel, and also in the Facebook group of the Intelligent Rebels. So um, this book was actually written in French. Wait, I'm French, so it makes sense, right? And it became a bestseller with over 100,000 copies sold. So I was really delighted when Hay House asked if they could bring it to the English-speaking world. So first, let me make sure that, yeah, you are here. So hello, Remy. So if you hear me, please send me a big hello in the comment section. So I'm sure that it's working. Um, and yeah, so what is this book about? The Way of the Intelligent Rebel is for anyone who has a little voice inside them that tells them that there is another way to succeed in life then you know the usual get the biggest degree you can uh, get then do a not so interesting nine to five job for 40 years before maybe you can finally enjoy life when all your best years are behind you so hello Melly, hello darling hello eva hello linda okay i think i see it's going it's working great all right leticia jennifer tina all right, guys. All right. Um, so they may be successful students or they may already be in the workforce and they can have all the signs of success, such as a nice job in a nice company, a nice car, a nice house, a loving spouse uh, and a family. But they realize that they are missing something. And if they are not going to find it, they will gradually dry up from the inside. So typically, fulfillment for them comes through creation. So it can be artistic creation, such as writing a book, uh, making a film or a play, or creating an adventure, such as going you know, around the world for one year, or starting their own business. In all cases, it includes creating their own adventure in life to chart their own path in the world. And sometimes, and that's a key point, guys, these people can feel poorly integrated into the school system, the economic system, and feel like outsiders, misfit, grains of sense in the wheels. I call these people intelligent rebels, and I created this book to show them that it is normal for them to be abnormal, that it is actually a force, a strength, if they embrace it instead of resisting it, and to serve as a guide to help them realize their full potential, to bring the fuel value to the world and to love it. All right. So I'm going to, you know, present you uh, what this book is about. And then if you want, I will be able to address some questions you may have. So the big question is what problem exactly this book is trying to solve? Well, the problem is most intelligent rebels are not consciously aware 
that the system is not made for them. Actually, the modern education system's core principles in the Western world, yeah, I know it's a lot of countries, but most of the Western world countries' uh, education system were based on the same principle. And they were mostly designed in the 19th century to create what? Good factory worker, good employees, and good soldiers. That's what the, the society then needed. And they didn't need good creators, good disruptors, good entrepreneurs. You know, uh, they didn't want people who were challenging authority because at the end of the 19th century, when you were challenging authority, you were doing revolutions. It, it was not a joke, you know? There was a civil war in the US, uh, in France, there was a, a small revolution in Paris called the Commune, uh, who lasted for one year, and it was a bloody revolution by basically anarchists and communists who tried to take over Paris, and they did for like uh, a few months. So, you know, the governments were very uh, cautious about educating people to, uh, to, to, to obey authority. And when you look at how schools were organized and are still organized today, you can see a lot of striking similarities with the, how, how a factory is organized. You know, you have all the students aligned, listening to the voice of authority um, for a long time, and it's still actually going on in some countries like the UK. Uh, the students had to wear uniforms, so everyone was, you know, the same. Uh, you have the bell ringing at the end of the, of the lesson, etc., uh, etc. Et and the same can be said of the workplace system. Um, hence, a lot of intelligent rebels can feel like misfits, outsiders, marginalized people, and they don't understand it is a strength, not a weakness, if you play your cards right. And that's a key point, all right? So the aim of this book is to make them understand these, you know, to give them the right cards and to share how to play them in the most effective way. And I really believe a lot of intelligent rebels are embers ready to blossom, to make beautiful fires full of heat and light, but they've been watered all their life, you know? <laughs> people have been pouring water on them. And not because people are, are bad or evil or whatever, you know? It's just because the system is not made for them. And I want this book to be the breeze that blows on some of these embers and makes them start. So maybe I should uh, introduce myself. So hello to all the guys who joined us uh, Hello, Brittany, uh, a horse is in the house. <laughs> Lavinia, hello. Hello, Tina. Uh, so um, I'm Olivier. You can call me Oliver. It's, uh, it's, uh, Olivier is a French version of this name. Um, I actually dropped school at the age of 18 to create my first business, an IT business. When I was a teenager, I was very, very shy. Uh, and like most shy people, I actually took refuge in the computer world. Why? Because the computer world has two very interesting benefits for someone who is shy. First, it's fascinating and you can spend hours learning amazing stuff. And two, it doesn't require a lot of human interaction. Uh, so I was shy, but not completely asocial. So I had a few friends. And with a friend, we realized that we could solve uh, computer problems of people like this, you know? And we were like, ha, ah, maybe we can make money with this. So 
instead of you know dropping school immediately and uh, burning our, our ships behind us, we decided to devise a small experiment to see if our idea was good or not. And what we did is just paid for an ad in a small local newspaper. And we paid like the equivalent of 10 euros, so like maybe $9 today, you know, uh, and uh, to place this ad. And we got the equivalent of like $800, uh, 900, uh, 800 euros, sorry, $900 uh, in the course of one month. So, I mean, we were 18, we, we were getting maybe $8 a week uh, as a pocket money, you know, from our parents. So it was like mind blowing. And these small experiment gave me the confidence to drop high school. I don't even have the basic diploma in France. Uh, I dropped high school at the age of 18 to start my first IT company. And I wanted to do that uh, because I wanted to be free. I wanted to escape the school system because I was so bored in there that uh, I couldn't see my future in this system. You know, I have to, to, to share with you a small anecdote. Uh, I was uh, summoned by the director of the high school. And he said, Olivier, I have to tell you something. We need to talk. And you know that when it starts like this, it's never good, right? And uh, he said, you are so demotivated that you are demotivating the teachers. Some teachers, they don't want to uh, give uh, lessons when you are in the classroom. Imagine that. And I mean, now, now with, uh, I, I can understand why he said that, you know, because basically I was like this on my desk, sleeping on my desk in the classroom. And so I was so unmotivated that I was like sucking, I, mean, I was like a black hole, sucking the energy of others. And a few months later, I was on fire. I was unstoppable. Uh, when I saw mountains, I was just going straight to them and doing a hole into them, you know, like in a, in a cartoon, you know. And it was crazy because I was the same Olivier, but I, my energy was completely different. And so what happened is that I found a way to reveal myself to myself, to... Uh, untap my potential, my energy. And for that, I found a challenge, something, a project that was really motivating me and that was challenging me. And I knew I had to give everything, everything in order to have a chance to succeed. And this project, of course, was creating my own company. So uh, fast forward, you know, so basically I've been an entrepreneur for like 21 years. Now I'm 40 years old. I know I look a bit younger. I mean, that's what people tell me, tell me usually. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and I, I never, I never looked back, you know. And it was not like an easy, um, an easy adventure. I almost went bankrupt six months after the creation of the company because I didn't know what what I was doing, right? Uh, but it was an amazing, amazing adventure, and so I managed to, you know, uh, succeed outside of the of the school system. And I managed to become a better, a better human, a better person outside the school system. And, you know, so after like uh, five years of this company, it was an amazing adventure. But I was, I realized something that was actually shocking. Um, I realized first, I realized I wanted a bit more balance between my personal and my professional life. Uh, because I was working like most entrepreneurs, like 60, 70 hours a week. And I wanted, you know, 
to have a bit more time in my life to do what people of 24 years old do usually, right? So, I, and I realized I couldn't do it. I realized that this company was my only source of income, so I couldn't stop it. I realized I didn't see any way to be less involved in this company without, uh, yeah, making it less uh, lucrative, making, putting the company at risk of going to bankruptcy. And I had employees at this time, you know, and I, I couldn't see how to sell it either. And so I realized that this company I created to be free was actually a jail I created for myself. And it was a big shock, guys, a big shock. Um, and so I, I looked for a solution for, for a few years. And um, I, thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline says, hey, Olivia, I love your new book. It's masterful. Awesome, Jacqueline. Uh, I'm happy you are, you are reading it already. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, it was a shock to, to realize I was a, in a jail I created for myself. So I looked for a solution for yes. And I read a book that completely changed my life. It's The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. I'm sure you have heard of it already. And this book and a few other things, you know, I'm, I'm making the long story short, uh, motivated me to start an online business. And when the online business started to, uh, you know, grow, I sold my first business. And fast forward to today, uh, I have been traveling the world six months a year uh, since 2010. Uh, a bit less in 2020, right? Because of all, all the things that happened. Uh, I have a, a company now that is in service of my life instead of my life being in service of my company. I basically uh, wake up when I want. I work on average 24, 25 hours a week. Uh, right now I'm in Cancun. Uh, I live in Dubai. Uh, that's where my base is, but I, I, I'm traveling all around the world uh, all the time. And uh, yeah, and then the Inspire like hundreds of thousands of people to be more free in their life. So what I do, it's mostly in French, but I, I start to have some content in English too, uh, is I, I teach freedom, basically. I, I teach people how to be free, both materially, uh, usually through entrepreneurship, so how to have, how to create and grow a business that is in service of your life, and how to be free in your mind through personal development. Um, how to basically become the best version of yourself. And, uh, you know, in 2012, I was in a point already where this company was doing great. I had this amazing freedom. I was traveling six months a year. I was making more money that I, I could dream of. And it was a great place to be, but also a scary place to be because uh, I realized that I didn't know what was the next step. You know, I was like, okay, that's great. What is the next step? And I connected to um, the Maslow's Pyramid. I'm sure you have heard of it, you know, uh, where, you know, basically the first step uh, in uh, your development is to have shelter, water, and food. And once you have that, you can uh, try to, you know, connect, uh, be part of a tribe, um, uh, become a, best version, a better version of yourself, et cetera, et cetera. And then you, you climb the pyramid ladders, right? And basically, the, the, the last two levels of the pyramid are self-realization and giving value to the world. And I was like, okay, how can I realize myself and give even more value to the world? And I was like, hey, I always dreamed of being an author. Maybe I can write the book I can create my masterpiece, create the book. I would love, I would have loved to have 
when I created my first business at the age of 19 because I dropped school at 18 and I worked one year on the project. Because I made so many mistakes, I lost so much time that, yeah, I would have loved to have like a guide that who would have helped me, you know? And I was like, hey, maybe, maybe I can write this guide, you know, for the, the, the new people like me, maybe not people, you know, uh, who are not creating the company at, at 19. I'm not saying everyone has to do that. I'm not saying everyone has to drop school. Absolutely not. But I, I wanted to, I didn't ha have this name of intelligent troubles yet, but I knew I wanted to create like a guide for people who explore the world differently, for people who want to create their own adventure in life. Uh, and that's how the project started. And yeah, and uh, I worked basically four years on the book and it was released in 2016 in France. And I actually didn't know what to expect. I had already a, a small audience, you know, um, and I, I really, I, I mean, I said it, it's my masterpiece. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this book is very imperfect, okay? Every time I read it, I see things that I can improve. But I really gave everything I had to make it like uh, the book I wish I had before, uh, like back in the days and the book I wish people like intelligent robots will have. Um, and it was an amazing, amazing adventure. And I remember I told my French publisher, I know this book will reach at least 10,000 people, but I don't know if it's going to be in three weeks, uh, three months, sorry, or three years. And the funny thing is actually the book sold 10,000 copies in three weeks, you know, so I was like blown away. And now uh, I told you it, it reached like 100,000 copies uh, in French. So I know in the US, these numbers doesn't sound like amazing, but in, in the French speaking world, it's really, really good, you know, because obviously the population is a bit smaller than in the English uh, speaking world. So I was blown away by the success and uh, I'm blown away also by the feedback the readers gave me, you know, I cannot count the number of time people, you know, uh, just with their uh, like uh, random encounters, you know, they, they told me, oh, you know, because of you, uh, I understood things about myself. I understand now it's a strength to be like me and I, I'm doing this project and, you know, and it, it's amazing. So I'm so, so, so happy to have this opportunity. And I really, really thanks Hey House for this, uh, that... Uh, maybe this book will help more people in the English language. So, yeah. Um, thank you, Lavinia. She says, she says, love it, Olivier. Thank you, thank you. So, um, basically, what is the structure of the book, of the way of the intelligent rebel? So, there are three big parts. The first part is um, a criticisms of the modern education system. I show you the numerous shortcomings of the education system, why it was not designed with intelligent rebels in mind, and why they shouldn't rely on it for their education. The second part is about how to learn efficiently uh, all your life, and what it is vital, very important to do so in the 21st century. Because, you know, I, I do a lot of criticisms of the, of the education system. I'm not saying everything is bad, obviously. I'm just saying, usually, the education system is too often seen as like a sacred cow, you know, like at something you cannot really criticize because it's so important, and, you know. But it's like any human institution. It is not perfect, 
and you can always improve it, right? And one of the uh, biggest criticisms I do about it is that you can spend 20 years or more of your life in school and nobody teach you how to learn efficiently. How do you explain this, right? How do you explain this? And the school system is very, very bad at actually implementing the new discoveries of uh, neurosciences and education sciences and on how to learn ef efficiently. For example, one of the best way to learn is actually um, called the, um, the space repetition system. And it's not used in school yet. And in the 80s, already uh, American scientists wrote a paper saying, we don't understand. For decades, it has been proven that the space repetition method is more effective than what is used in school right now. Why it's not used more in schools? It was like in 1986. And, you know, uh, almost 40, like 35 years later, we are still at the same uh, thing. So it's important that the intelligent rebel realize the shortcomings of the education system and learn to, uh, yeah, to, to, to learn by himself or herself what is important and what is not talked in the education system yet. Uh, but yeah, of course, there are a lot of, also of good things to take from this system. So third part of the book is, how, is about how to have a business that is in service of your life instead of your life being in service of your business. Now, you can totally be an, an intelligent rebel and not want to be an entrepreneur. And it's totally fine, you know. But I found, uh, I, of course, I'm a bit biased because that's how I, I, I became free, you know, through my, my company. But I found that for a lot of intelligent rebels, uh, the idea of, create, of creating your business uh, a business that would be aligned with your values and give value to the world, but also give you freedom and money is a great, great, great way to realize your potential. Okay. Um, and all of this is based not only on my experience on the one of thousands of people I met throughout the years, but also on more than 400 scientific studies, all of them referenced in my book. So, uh, <laughs> Lavinia said, just bought my hard copy. Yes, can't wait to get it and read it. Okay, great. And so, uh, you, you will see that um, in most of the, of the pages of the book, you will have, uh, okay, let me, yeah, for example, here, uh, you will have uh, like uh, uh, scientific studies here. So, you can, you know, uh, like go deeper if you want. And also it shows you that, yeah, I, I don't just take things out of my heart, you know? It's like, it's really research. Uh, it's based on uh, some science and it basically work for a lot of people. But it doesn't mean it will work for you. I start the book with uh, the three vital principles to succeed in life back, back by science. And the first one I'm speaking about is what I call the healthy skepticisms. So what does it mean? Uh, it's like a principle you want to have as your core foundation and two others. So you maximize uh, your mindset, you maximize the possibilities you will have in life, you maximize your opportunities. So what is healthy skepticisms? Well, you know, from time to time, you will encounter like a method, a strategy, a, a mindset, a way of, of seeing things that looks too good, too good to be true, you know? And you will be like, yeah, come on, really? 
yeah, it's a scam for sure. Or if it will be so simple or so efficient, everyone will use it, you know? You know, stuff like this. And it's perfectly fine, absolutely perfectly fine to uh, feel like this. But there is a difference between healthy and unhealthy skepticism. So what is unhealthy skepticism? It's basically you feel these skepticisms and you stop right there. You just say, okay, if it will be so good, everyone will know it, and that's it, and you stop here. But you can do things differently. You can use these skepticisms as a fuel, a motivation to do something interesting, which is to ask yourself, okay, maybe it's a scam, maybe it's not true. There is only one way to know, which is to do an experiment, a test in my life to see if it's going to work for me or not. That's the only real way to know for sure if it's going to work for you or not. And so instead of using these skepticisms to do nothing, you use these skepticisms to actually do something with your life, to do a fun, interesting experiment, you know? And you know why? Because I, I want you to look right now at all the objects around you. Okay, please do it with me. Okay, let's look, have a look at all the objects we have around us. Like just this book in color with a really nice cover, this mouse, this smartphone, these light bulbs, they would have looked like miracles not such a long time ago, maybe for the grandparents of our grandparents, right? And But right now they're very common. But at some point, they were the product of a miracle method. And my point is, sometimes the miracle method you will find, you will encounter, are the method of the future. It's like what the American author William Gibson said. The future is already here. It's not, it's not just evenly distributed yet, right? So sometimes you can find like pockets of the future in the present. It's just not distributed evenly yet, right? And, uh, and sometimes even very, very good method, they, don't, they are not shared everywhere because you know, only people with a certain mindset will try them. And so people with this mindset will know it works, but the other will be like, ah, come on, come on. So I, what I want you to do is, is to try to have this healthy skepticism mindset and to, to try to do experiments in your life. And of course, you cannot try everything, right? You, not, you have to choose your battles. So you also want to use your common sense and maybe to talk to people who did what you want to achieve to uh, select your method uh, in the best way. But at some point, you need to risk a little bit and to uh, try something new. <laughs> Doris is saying, ordering now. Okay, that's awesome, Doris. Uh, so the second principle is just this idea. And of course, I already shared it in a way, you know, by sharing the first principle. You have to understand not only intellectually, but really in your guts, that in every field you are interested in, some methods are more effective than others, right? That's this idea that the future is already here, but not evenly distributed. In everything you want to achieve, 
event launching we are super excited to have like everyone i think want to have a loving family a great spouse uh, to have a, to have to be in a great relationship you know uh, everyone wants to have enough money so you don't have to worry about uh, your financial situation and these kind of things you know and you can learn more effective method to 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 get this and the third principle is the Pareto principle, which is, I, I'm sure you have heard of it. It's like this idea that in most of what we do, 80% of our results will come from 20% of our action. And of course, it's not always 20 and 80, but it is this kind of unbalance you will find, you know? So first principle, healthy skepticism. Second principle, some methods are more affecting than others. And third principle, the Pareto principle. Now, can you see the extent to which these three principles work together and how intelligent rebels can take advantage of them to stand out from the crowd? If you have accepted the, the idea that in every field, some, some methods are more affecting than others, you will have understood that it could be advantageous to discover them. You, your brain will be in search mode for uh, great methods all the time. Once you have identified them, it is up for you to, you to test them out with a healthy dose of skepticism. So rather than concluding from, from the start that such methods must be useless, right? Finally, finally, when you have identified the strategies that work for you, you should apply them and enjoy the, benef the benefits. Since these methods are far more affecting than the, those used by most people, um, well, uh, they will give you a much greater return on investments than others derived from the same expenditure of time, energy, and money. And then the 2080 rule will also help you decide which method to invest in and which to avoid. Moreover, as you discover and adopt new methods, you will learn to master them and gradually find out which, out, which of the 20% yield 80% of, of the results you are aiming for. And then you will then become very competent in methods which are in themselves excellent. So do you think it's going to give you an edge in life, right? So yeah, that's how the book, uh, the book starts. Um, um, all right, so Lavinia says, thank you. I'm so glad the universe made me click on the live. I've been walking flat out all day on a new retweet without any distraction from my phone, and I just pick it up to make a coffee. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Love, love, love your energy and your perspective. Thank you. Thank you, Lavinia. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Lavinia, right? Uh, so great. I see I, there is no question. I, I must have been very, very clear. So thank you, guys. So obviously, you can get uh, the way of the intelligent rebel in any good bookstore in all the English-speaking uh, countries, including even India. I'm very happy about this. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you 
create your own adventure in life and it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon bye bye